Hey everybody, welcome to Vintage Rinks Beer. You don't know what's going on here, we're cracking open some cold ones, we're gonna talk about the daily, the daily news, we're gonna talk about the old news, the new news, and everything that comes with a fuse, make it go bang, baby. Got that weird tribal shit going on. <laughs> Vinny drinks beer. This is a long intro. Hey everybody, what's happening? It is uh been a short period of time since I did the last podcast, but I have a little bit more time that I'd like to spend with you and trying to make a habit of being a little more consistent than uh once a week, so uh, I'm making that a goal and a priority, but uh there was something uh, I I wasn't quite sure um what I would want to touch on seeing that uh, there hasn't really been a lot of new things going on since I released the last episode or even recorded the last episode a couple days ago but something kind of uh sparked my interest and I thought it'd be interesting to talk about so let's not waste time let's go ahead and take five to ten to meditate and uh we'll get into it now as you may recall from the last episode i got the result of the disastrous uh, Red Wings game uh, kind of weak to me prior to watching it. Like I said, it it was more of a blessing than a curse because they got blown out and I had recorded the podcast and uh, wasn't really quite sure how I was going to spend the rest of my evening, obviously, I made something to eat and uh, look for something to watch, and I, I'm i really a big fan of documentaries, uh, I mean, I could go on and on, there's so many great ones out there, but I had just searched around um, a little bit to try to find something new that I hadn't watched, and from what I understand, this was actually one uh, via CNN. They had, um, I don't know when exactly they had recorded it, but they had released it sometime earlier this year. And uh, the title of it is Three Identical Strangers. And it's really this odd, uh, almost kind of like the, when the, everything in the universe just clicks and all these 
amazing different directions and somehow just manages to create this scenario of wonder and essentially define possibility and I'm not exactly sure from what I understand everything kind of came onto the national uh came to national attention in around 1980 but essentially it's about a set of uh triplets uh three sturdy jewish boys there was a, they were quadruplets but one of the children died at birth but they were all essentially put into a uh Jewish orphanage and adopted out to three uh, different families separately, um, one per family, of course, but essentially none of them had really realized because they were adopted so young uh, that they had siblings at all, and Essentially, the way the story starts out is um, one of the brothers. I don't want to give away too much information because it's such a great documentary and it has a lot of different kind of twists and turns. It was really very well done and put together because it it puts a lot of uh, different thoughts and ideas into your head. But basically, there was... One of the brothers who had gone to this college, I think it was a community college of some sort. I I don't remember. Like I said, I'm going to kind of glance over the details because I really think it'd be better if you take interest in this to check it out on your own. But um, one of the brothers had gone to this college uh, a year ahead of the other ones and essentially he had stopped going to that college in the very next year one of his uh, identical twins went to that college and kept being mistaken by all these people for someone he didn't even know And eventually, the original brother who had gone to that college, one of his good friends, saw the twin at the college and thought it was his friend and essentially called his friend and broke the news like, hey, you have to see us, you're not going to believe this, and then they drove like that night a couple hours away or I forget how long it was like I said I'm gonna kind of glance over the details for the most part but they ended up getting together and it was this crazy happen circumstance type story where these uh, identical twins were united and it made the papers and sure enough there was a third brother who 
somehow the news article had gotten to him and they all looked exactly alike and this was the year uh, 1980 when the three of them it, it went into national headlines and things like that and they all had the same mannerisms and had so many like characteristics each coming from different uh family backgrounds and stuff like that but uh it was a big ordeal and like i said a lot of cable television shows just really highlighting this phenomena and it turns out that they were part of this gentleman um let me see i i pulled up a couple of different things about it but essentially they going through this jewish adoption agency um they were part of this what is from what i understand to this day a controversial study uh, done by the name of this psychiatrist Peter Neubauer and the experiment was done throughout the 1960s and 1770s and uh, it involved basically a study about twins Um, there were at least eight sets of twins and a set of triplets uh essentially what was going on was these kids were adopted out separately and they told the adopting couples that were taking them in basically some kind of bullshit story about Oh, we're going to follow up. They didn't really give a lot of details regarding the uh, actual purpose of their study, but the parents agreed, and essentially they would come in throughout different uh, time periods and just make observations about the children, kind of give them different tests and things of that nature and ultimately what happened uh the secret kind of got out that they were doing these experiments on twins it wasn't about uh necessarily individuals being taken into adopted homes but more the separation of twins or triplets, yada yada, and uh, how they had similar and differing characteristics and things like that. And essentially that's kind of all I really want to say about that. Um, as far as it goes, like I said, if it piques your curiosity, uh, the documentary is called Three Identical Strangers, and it, 
it's wonderful it's short it's only about an hour and a half long but it it really covers some deep uh deep aspects of humanity at least that's why i took away from it personally now let's go ahead and take five to ten here real quick and uh, we'll kind of get into the thick of it what came into my mind so Now, once kind of this study, once the whole basic understanding of what this study was kind of about, this twin study, like I said, very controversial, even back in those days, you know, almost 40 years ago, very controversial is that the fact in this documentary which is very understandable they had the brothers on there and were interviewing them and understandably so as they began to kind of dig deeper and try to get more information about what exactly was going on with these studies and what was really happening and going on is that uh they felt like they were lab rats in a sense you know some kind of experiment without their consent and that really made me think and kind of wonder what the ethics of experimentation should be Granted, it it's a tough argument, and I can see both sides of the coin. And is it fair that these twins, not even uh, the triplets showcased in this documentary, but the other twins who were involved, who were separated there was another set who had happened to uh come across each other i forget whether or not it was via the institution about the story of these triplets or whatnot but there was another set of twins who found each other and had similar excuse me interests and things like that but uh, there's still people out there who are unaware adopted children who don't know that they have a twin which to me seems a little messed up and I'm I'm not sure the proponent the proponent the preponderate I'm trying to think of the correct word but essentially this uh gentleman who conducted the experiment he, he passed away a long time ago but essentially uh the records of the full study are at Yale University they're sealed and the results of the study aren't set to be released until 2066 
which leaves, for the most part, plenty of time for all of the case subjects to obviously die, you know, nearly a hundred years or more, and it's so hard because in a way you feel like the civilization that we have now, we don't know a lot about our own minds or how we're going to react in certain scenarios and situations and things like that. And in order to learn more about ourselves and our minds and how the neural networking goes on in our brain, you would think it's imminent that we in some way conduct a study perhaps to better ourselves and get a better understanding of our mind, but at what cost are we willing to sacrifice that to take unbeknownst lives and manipulate them into circumstances that they're unaware of it in a way it kind of reminds me of that movie um the truman show where this man is just kind of living in this false existence of himself and then suddenly it comes into being that he's clearly being deceived and nothing was really relevant the life he had known was relevant in the first place and it, it it's hard to say because to relate to someone who has been subject to these odd and perhaps dark i think it's kind of dark experiments it it's tough because i i can't in for the most part you probably can't but it's there's a very fine line between progress and humanity and humanity being empathy and love and caring because this orphanage that kind of facilitated this whole experiment gave no mind or meaning to adopting both of these twins or triplets any sets of the children that are involved and like I said the majority of this information won't be released for another 48 years and oh it, it, it's just tough because you know it's almost the thing that must be done but shouldn't just just like the atomic bomb you know science was going to be propelled in that way anyway to come up with new discoveries and 
you know, is the atomic bomb ethical? I think not, but in a way, if you're not going to do it, someone else will. And then what will you do to... It, it's it's just such a tough in a strange way to think it's it's like obviously I don't think anyone should be deceived by some kind of experiment it's even crazy to call it an experiment like wow experimenting on human beings hadn't we learned enough from nazi germany to tamper with humans and experiment on them and in a way i find that a bit ironic how all of this came out of a jewish orphanage who during the Holocaust era, the Jews were the ones being experimented on. And suddenly there's this backing and almost progression by a Jewish orphanage to want to even undergo with these kinds of studies and potential potentiality of affecting and ruining lives almost willingly it it's very eerie and it doesn't make sense and it it's so difficult to argue or defend one one side or another because at some point i guess okay take for instance we do experiments and testing on animals and things like that which you know I guess I don't know how to make a case either way for any of these things because both of them are correct but I guess it's hard because if you look at it on an individual basis you know, looking at an individual animal who's subject to testing or an individual human that's subject to testing. There's so many people or animals that it filters into the back of your mind, yet if you knew one of these people affected on a personal level, you would be very defensive and hesitant towards these kind of actions it it's so tough to say but working within this hive mind of trying to better understand ourselves it it makes sense to a certain degree and it, it it's very very difficult to take any kind of stance on this which is which is why I kind of wanted to discuss it or at least it's something that's been kind of rolodexing in my mind uh the past couple of days since 
I, I watched that film and since the human species were type zero civilization, you can Google that if you want. I don't want to go into too many details about that. But at some point, there will be some sort of, how do I want to word it, um, dilemma? Dilemma, there will be some sort of dilemma as to a crisis that we face and something that we need to solve and it's taking the individual to a dark place to benefit the mass, which... You know, in a sense, it reminds me of the story of Jesus in a way where this individual being is sacrificed for the good purpose of all, for the benefit of all. However, in, you know, you can take whatever you want away from that. I'm not saying that the Bible's true or it isn't true. It it all depends on you and your beliefs. But it kind of holds a similar narrative to it. And it's one of those weird, weird things. And I just, I don't know how to really get a get a grip on it at all it's so strange because i have such sympathy for the people let alone the people who are unaware that they were subjects of this study and if they live to be in their 90s or hundreds Imagine finding out then that you were a twin and the amount that although you've lived all this time in the unknown, the impact or potential impact that it could have on your life, it, I, I don't know how to feel about it and I don't know how you feel about it and I don't want to tell you how to feel about it because I can't even figure it out myself but part of me is like you know what's done is done the results and the data are there perhaps should there be some kind of inclined to at least have the decency to notify the people that were involved in this experiment who are still alive uh, just to let them know because I mean shit you have your data Um, you know the human prefrontal cortex is fully developed at the age of 25 so any outer influences couldn't very well have stopped there 
uh, it's not like they're visiting these people now when they're older, you know, still conducting experiments, I guess. At least it would be the decency to explain to the people involved what happened clear up some questions what exactly was going on and maybe give them some closure and perhaps the opportunity to seek out their uh, twin or whatever but I guess you know, the, the odds of that happening are very slim, and uh, I don't know. I just watched that documentary, and it, it really gripped me, especially just all the twists and turns and avenues, and then you finally get to the end and see what the experiment was really about. And, you know, I've made some arguments kind of for both sides, but then you you see the end, and... In a way, it still left me puzzled, but, uh, I mean, wow, just, it's so interesting, all these different aspects of humanity, and yet, we, we still can't figure out how to feed people, (laughs) I, I don't, I don't get it, I don't understand it at all. It's just weird, but let's let's take five to ten here, and um, yeah, I, I'm not really sure where to go at this point, but um, we'll spend a little bit more time together, that's for sure. Only have one reload today, so. What do you think about that, huh? But I don't know. It, it it's so tough to judge all these different things and in a way it's like who am I to judge one way or another? Obviously, the experiments taking place, the records are archived for now, and you know there has been unusual, uh, not really circumstantial evidence, but uh, just kind of through the hearsay that we might be a science experiment to some other species or perhaps even us from the future. And, you know, is that fair? Is it fair for us not to know? No, but either way, you need to find some kind of moderation to just Get on with your daily life. Hopefully I didn't sound like I was about to break down and cry. I mean, as much as I would love to cry right now, I I wasn't going to do that. But 
it's kind of like what I've talked about with regards to politics, you know, election day is coming up, the midterm elections and stuff like that in a couple weeks. And, you know, you really need to ask, okay, how much relevance does it have? Like, even if we were to be some kind of slave species or some sort of science experiment, it's like, you know, you still got to get up every day and take care of your personal responsibilities. You know, you, you got to keep the momentum going because you don't have a choice to just roll over and die. Well, die in the sense of just give up and throw a hissy fit just because, Oh, well, if I'm just a lab rat from the aliens, you know, oh, what was me? What was me? I mean, even the gentlemen who were showcased in this documentary, once again, it's called Three Identical Strangers, but even those gentlemen, as fascinating as the story is, you can't just focus your entire life on trying to make sense of the who, what, where, why, how type scenario. I mean, you still need to live your life. You still need to love your family and embrace your friends, all of those things. So that's what really makes it tough because even though you were morally taken advantage of it's still your responsibility to have morals and to kind of take a third party type view on the whole situation so but of course that's easy for me to say from my perspective because I'm not in that situation so and most likely you're not in that situation as well so who am I to judge? I mean, it's difficult to say. It's difficult to say, but I really encourage you guys, if you get some time to check out that documentary, it it has a lot of twists and turns. And all in all, it, it, it's very well filmed and a lot of great footage and the story is just radical because you know it all started I mean just like with everything and just how all these different cause and circumstances leads to one thing it's like a tidal wave almost like you go from a ripple in the water you go from an earthquake on one side of the pacific to a tsunami on the other side of the pacific it just starts with this one tremor and ripple and slowly builds and builds and builds into something crazy and just it keeps on evolving and the story goes on it's so 
so wonderful. Isn't it nuts to be a part of this? Just civilization. We have all of this different data intake coming in, just zooming in, and just neurons constantly firing. And wow. And we're on the cusp of this new AI feature that we don't know what's going to come of it or anything. We're on the frontier of something grandeur and mysterious. It's it, it's like a Kubrick film. Like goodness, where where can we go from here, and where will we go from here? But, alright, let's take another 5 to 10, then I I gotta wrap it up, we're doing a short one today, but I promise I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna try to be more involved over the weekend and record another episode or something, we'll see, big college football weekend, go blue. I guess, in the end, seeing that, I didn't really pick a side, per se, as to um, the ethics or anything like that regarding this experiment. I tried to weigh out both sides in some form of an argument without really giving one the pass and one the no, but I think it is very important to always, with anything, uh, to be very objective and to do your do your research, and if it truly means something to you, then you're definitely going to research it all the details the pros and the cons it i think you should treat life in a way like a research paper you take a stance and you argue for that stance but also take a moment to look at the opposite at the arguing side against you and point out the differences and that's the only way you can benefit because if we keep continuing to allow ourselves to be on one track I mean have you ever seen a train track that only goes one direction no there's always that I forget what the fuck it's called but you know it's like the foot thing flips and then it puts it on a new track there's always potential to take a new direction and to venture onto that new path so just no matter what don't be judgmental about anything i guess to bring that kind of full circle into a close don't be judgmental about anything until you clearly understand both sides of a potential thing that can be judged which is virtually everything 
<sighs> but seriously, check out that documentary. It's great. Three identical strangers. And I don't know if it'll change your life. It didn't really change my life, I don't think. But, you know, it gave me, it opened me up to new ideas. And, you know, that's what I enjoy about documentaries so much. It just, even if you have a specific stance on something, documentaries really open up the opportunity for you to perhaps at least consider a different perspective. Not that you have to believe it or not, but that's that's what they're there for. But hey, thank you guys so much. I know this was a little bit of an unorthodox type of uh, episode, but that's fine. Uh, we did it. There's no no ads for Fukushima water today. Um, that's just it. That's kind of something that's been on my mind the past couple nights. And I love you guys. I wish you the best. Feel free to share this episode. I don't know how accurately I portrayed um, the point that I was hoping to get across. But you guys are the best. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I will check in soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Vinny Drinks Beer. Bye, guys.